You're listening to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, Episode 9. Welcome to the Ableton and Music Habits Podcast, actionable music production tips to take your music to the next level. And now, your host, Jason Timothy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Ableton Music Habits Podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to try to relieve some of your fear of making music due to your own personal limitations, or maybe you're just getting started and you feel like you don't know enough. This should really help give you some perspective so that you can just really give up the fear and get started with making music. So with that, let's get started. I just wanted to get into the idea of people who are making music or getting started in music making, music production, and they have a lot of fear around making music because they don't feel that they're qualified, right? Because they don't feel like they know enough or what have you. I'm going to suggest that some of the best albums that were ever made were made by people who didn't really yet know what they were doing. And in fact, these albums ended up so great that people went back and actually studied it and reviewed it and then built kind of theory around it and tried to explain what made this album so great. But my suggestion is is it has very, very little to do with talent. Obviously, you've got to be able to uh, keep a note of some sort, unless you're making really abstract music, and that could be wonderful as well. That could be a whole different style of music. Like, if you're not good at one thing, what you end up doing could end up becoming a whole different style. So you just have a little bit of confidence in, in that. And the things that I think that you really need more than talent is you need to have a vision of what you want your finished product to be. What is it, what is it about? You know, where, where do you picture it going? What, what do you picture the audience being? That sort of thing. That sort of vision, that sort of belief, if you will. Second is enthusiasm. Because you need to have some, some energy and drive behind this idea of creating some sort of art and expressing yourself. The third thing I think that you need, you know, let me, yeah, there we go, is purpose. You have to believe that you're meant to be there. You have to believe that you deserve to be in this family of other creative people. So you should have purpose. You, you should feel that what you're putting out in the world has purpose. And then finally, confidence in the face of any musical challenges or other challenges. Often people have musical challenges, financial challenges, all kinds of different things in trying to put together their their art, their music. And I think that having that confidence, it's just like dating, you know, in relationships. It's like people don't date you because of what you have, or at least good people don't, right? Or what you're going to have or what you've already accomplished. What really attracts people is the confidence that you hold right now. The confidence you hold right now. Confidence alone, regardless of what you've accomplished before, but belief in yourself is what attracts people. And I think that that attracts people with your music as well. Even if you only know three chords or two chords for that matter. You know, if you can make something special with it, then you've done something really important and you put something out there. And I'll leave you guys kind of with, with a couple of these ideas as well is that everything right now that can be learned about making music was first discovered by someone. Someone just had an idea and passion or a spark or some sort of thing, and they just created. They didn't create because they learned by some sort of rule. They just created, and then other scholars came in and tried to figure out what made that great. 
And then they studied it and, and analyzed it and wrote about it and, and wrote theory behind why this was so great. But I think that many of the things that we study now were just discovered and played, you know. Wrong notes might have been something that, you know, was completely breaking rules before, you know. And now it's known as dissonance, right? And dissonance has its own whole version of, of musical theory. So even hitting the wrong notes is right if people believe that it affected them in a certain way. If other people are affected by what you did, then they're going to study it. But you don't need to study everything in order to just move forward and just drive forward with, with your music and with your passion. So the first time I've ever played live, you know, um, I've talked about this before, but I hadn't really learned anything. I, my, my dad gave me like a 20-minute lesson that I didn't really remember much of. And really, I was just playing chords. I, you can't really even call them chords because a chord by definition, is usually uh, three notes on guitar or something like that, right? And I was just playing two note chords. That's all I knew. That's all I knew how to do. And I must have played that way for over a year. And I got by fine. You know, I just, uh, you know, I was having fun with it. And it sounded different than everyone else because I was playing less and doing more simple things. But the fact of the matter is I just got started, you know, and I, within one month, I played my first live show. And then then it just kind of built from there, and I learned a little bit, and some better musicians would pull me aside and say, oh, hey, I noticed that you were just playing this sort of thing. Why don't you try adding this finger here, and you're going to have a stronger sounding chord. And little by little, just by me going through the motions of, of just creating, because I felt like it, because I, I felt like I should do it, and I was confident even without the talent, I learned as I went. I just took that step forward and the information I needed just kind of came as I needed it, you know, and not any time before. So that's uh, just what I wanted to put out there because I think so many people are, are so worried about finding the right sound and finding the right notes and the right melodies and the right everything. And, you know, sometimes you just got to quiet yourself for a second and just let yourself daydream about the idea of making music and see if your brain will sing you something, see if your brain will kind of bring you some ideas, or see if you hear something that inspires you to do something similar, but change it just a little bit to make it your own. All those things are completely relevant, you know? So I hope that this just takes away some of the stigma of all the things that you think you have to have. If you have nothing and you have no money uh, and no instruments, but you got a computer, then download some free software. And just play with it, experiment with it. Download an app on your iPad or iPhone or whatever. Play with that. You'd be surprised what you can make if you just play around, you know what I mean? There's no real rules unless you make those rules, you know what I mean? Some bands made very complex rules for themselves, you know, and, and started like progressive rock bands. And, uh, you know, it was all about knowing theory and, and knowing, you know, how to play all the solos and different things like that. And that's great. That's, that's one style of music. And then there's other bands that didn't make those rules for themselves and they made completely different rules and, you know, and became bands like the Ramones or the Sex Pistols, where it was more about the attitude and the energy driving the idea. And both are completely relevant. One's more complicated and one's more simple. You define whatever that is for you. You know what I mean? But 
there's no use in thinking of yourself a failure because you're not great at doing one thing because you could always change it around and do something different that you're capable of. And that one thing you're capable of could end up being very original to other people. So something to think about. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Hey guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe and share this with your friends. Any producers that you know out there that could use this sort of information, obviously that helps me greatly. It helps me build this channel. Also, don't forget that you can read my best-selling book, The Mental Game of Electronic Music Production, for free by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash the mental game. You'll also get my song recovery kit and my 101 Ableton Tips video totally free. If you'd like to connect with me more directly to see how I might be able to help you personally, you can schedule a free 15-minute session with me by going to musicsoftwaretraining.com forward slash application and answering a few quick questions. Happy music making, and I'll speak to you real soon.